0: Hush
1: welcome back to another episode of the we speak english good podcast today we are doing music news we have some updates on the amber Heard trial where we're going over some janine driver body language stuff which i know makes great audio content not being able to see the body language but janine is a great at explaining what's going on And uh, I I really love her stuff. You know, I'm probably going to throw a link to her TikTok in the show notes because I got to give her mad credit for (laughs) this because it's really she's carrying this segment, that segment of the show. We're going to also be talking about Doja Cat. She has uh, some stuff going on. She's not going to be able to do the tour this summer with the weekend and other festivals. We got some updates on the Chappelle uh, Attacker. Uh, and we also are going to be talking about how Chappelle got in trouble for talking about the trans community again. Uh, the joke was very lame, actually, and people were very mad that John Mullaney brought him on a show in Columbus, Ohio. So we talk about that and we talk about Rihanna's baby and, and why everybody remembered why they hate Chris Brown. Everybody hates Chris Brown all of a sudden because he wished Rihanna a uh, congratulations. So uh, we kind of go through the accusations that he has accrued over the years. He he has a lot. When we were going through the list, it was a lot of like assaults and accusations. I mean, once you get past like 10, it, it's, it's, I, for me, it feels like once you get past 10, it's just more than women coming after your money. It seems like there is a pattern of violence and assault going on, uh, you know, allegedly, allegedly he's never been convicted of any crimes, uh, well he has been convicted of beating the shit out of Rihanna, that's for sure. He had to do some, uh, some community service and he had to take some domestic violence classes and stuff, but obviously he was able to pay for not going to jail, I mean he really bruised that girl up. But you know what, they're friends now, whatever, we'll get to that. Uh, I think that's all we're going over this one I we'll see we'll see what if I throw on any extra ones It's already a long episode, so I'm not trying to push the boundaries here Anyways, that's coming up here shortly, but first go to raindomistique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e She has a new EP coming out on May 30th. I assume unless something changes which CD baby's been acting weird lately, so who knows? But be on the lookout. What's the name of it, Raina? Right You're calling the EP the moon? It's called the Moon. So go and check that out. She's also streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Raina Mystique. She streams four days a week most of the time. From around 8 a.m. to probably around like 12 p.m. ish. Or right. yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, speaking about Twitch, go and check out our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. We're streaming. Uh, right now we're doing about three days a week. We just had our two-year anniversary. Had a good time, played some vinyl records, and um, really, really enjoyed myself. You can find that, you know, I'll add that to the show notes too. If you want to go check out the stream, it's a six-hour stream. We play a lot of awesome Uh, like old soul play some uh, new neo soul play some funk we got all kinds of stuff going on Uh, if you want to check that out the link is in the show notes go check out this the two-year stream it's not on twitch anymore we just did it on wednesday uh but i exported it to youtube where it will live except for belarus russia (laughs) the 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 people in russia cannot enjoy the show so just know that if you are in russia You can't watch it (laughs) I don't I don't know if we have I don't know if we have any audience members in Russia it's I know we got some in Ukraine I don't think I don't think there's a lot of Russians that listen to the show anyways go check that out you can also find uh, some uh, new merch we got some new merch some hats and beanies through our stream elements store so we're going to be switching over from threadless to stream elements uh threadless kind of blows ass and they don't really pay out as good and stream elements has uh, a cool thing going on i just got the hat in the mail it's a fully embroidered wseg hat it is fucking dope it makes me want to get like the mad mike emo into one Uh, i think that'd be fun but anyways go check it out i uh I, I really dig it, my wife uh, Raina really likes it, the, the materials and stuff, so go check it out, it, it's all to support the show. You can also support the show by like, subscribe, review, like us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, uh, all, the, all the things, the rumbles, the YouTubes, all the stuff, all the links are in the show notes, so go and give your boy a follow to stay up to date with what we're doing over here. You can also subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Go do that. Apparently, Spotify is the biggest podcasting platform in the world now. So go give us a rating. Go go rate us. Go rate go rate the goddamn show so we can get some more views on Spotify. For whatever reason, our Spotify numbers are dog shit. So go get some uh, Spotify going on, guys. And also, you can subscribe to us on YouTube's where you'll find the video versions of these podcasts. You'll also find the music news that we, sometimes we do music news a couple times a week. So sometimes they're not released on the audio. So if you want to go check out the stories you missed, uh, go check it out. We have a whole playlist dedicated to music news. So go give that a listen. Or a watch on the YouTubes. And of course you could subscribe to us on Twitch. It'll cost you a couple bucks, but all the money goes back into the show to keep this show well oiled and going strong. You can also leave us a review. Leave us a review. <gasps> I do it. Here comes the ons. Leave us a review. <clears throat> leave us a review on Apple iTunes. You can also rate the podcast on Spotify. Just Just give us a a review, wherever you hear the show. If you can, just do that. It really helps us. And it's a very free thing for you to do. You can also write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. All right, guys, that is about it. I, uh, my lower back is sore. I'm pretty sure it's from sitting on my ass for six and a half hours playing records. So uh, there you go, everybody. I hope you're happy. This is my sacrifice, but Let's jump into the news and I'll talk to you guys on the other side. My favorite is Janine Driver, who is a body language expert. And she, so this week over the Amber Heard, it was cross-examination, which we went over heavily on Wednesday. And then there is, um, her sister took the stand and, um, her, um, and, and then there was some other people who took the stand, uh, via video and they gave their side of the story so we're gonna we're gonna look into this uh her sister's testimony uh and 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 uh we're gonna watch this lady who i absolutely love janine um driver who's who used to be like a she used to work with the fbi and stuff just as a she as a body language expert so Let's jump on over into this because uh, she's so good. And, and her TikTok is so good, too, because she she cusses and she's just like, I don't give a fuck. So we'll, let's start with this, this video right here. And we'll probably fast forward it because these guys just ramble.
2: We're going to begin with the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial because let me tell you, there were some really interesting developments in that trial yesterday. Amber's sister took the stand and testified that she did witness Johnny hit Amber. Take a look.
0: Johnny runs up the stairs, and my again, I'm facing Amber. He comes up behind me, strikes me in the back. I hear Amber shout, don't hit my sister. She smacks him, lands one, and Johnny had already grabbed Amber by the hair with one hand and was whacking her repeatedly in the face with the other.
2: So if you saw there, you see that Johnny appears to look Amber's sister directly in the eye. And this-
1: this is a big deal, apparently, to this person.
2: This is significant because Johnny refuses to make eye contact with Amber, which has happened throughout the trial. He will not look at her. Now, a lot of people are also talking about the lawyers in this case, including Amber's lawyer who got a reaction out of Johnny after she imitated his voice. Take a listen.
3: <laughs> she played a tape in which Mr. Depp said, you will not see my eyes again. Do You recall that?
1: <laughs> he laughed at it. <laughs> He laughed at that bitch there like, whatever. In the
2: meantime, rumors are flying that rumors. Johnny is dating his lawyer. The two were seen hugging in court, which, of course, fueled the speculation even more. So, in order to make sense...
1: Are they banging? Are they? Let's find out from Janine Driver. <laughs>
2: of all of this, there she is. We've got Janine Driver. Hey, Janine, hey. also, I just wanna, again, you are our favorite body language expert, but you also spent 18 years as, a, as an investigator with federal law enforcement, also the CEO of the Body Language Institute. Welcome, Janine, good to see you. Nice to see you Janine, always great to have you on the show. You were actually in the courtroom yesterday and saw all of this in person, and you say there are two problems with Amber's sister's testimony. What are they? Mm.
3: Well, number one, the biggest one, is we have these illustrators, they tell a story, right? So if I'm going fishing, I illustrate it. But here's the deal, when we see Amber's sister on the stand, Whitney, first she talks about Amber punching him with the right hand, but seconds later, in this testimony, she talks about Amber hitting him and demonstrates with the right hand, a left hand. So this indicates to me, was Amber hitting him with both hands, and maybe Johnny was holding her by the hair, so that was happening, but it was to hold back Amber, wow. this right hook and left hook.
1: Interesting. Wow. And what's the other one? So there you go. Like, there, there's one thing I want to point out is that in these moments of fury, you know, like, there's these this hashtag, of Johnny Depp is innocent. And I've maintained this since this case started, but they're both at fault here. They're both crazy people. And um, Johnny Depp Who's notably a musician, by the way? That's why we're covering it. <laughs> Famous musician Johnny Depp. Uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny has been notably a very jealous person with all of his ladies, and that's coming out into the in in in, in this trial as well. But it's it's been pretty well known that he's jealous of of, of his ladies and. Uh, you know that that just seems so insecure. You know, like jealousy is just a huge insecurity in my book. I, I just see it as like somebody who who who's just not secure enough with themselves to be a, you know, especially with to be with somebody who they feel that they can be secure enough with too. Uh, like who are you date and what's your choices. What do you have inside of you that makes you so extremely jealous about people and? You know, he's not afraid to make a scene about it as well. Also, when she's talking about, you know, he probably did grab her up and grip her up and grab her by the hair and yank her head around and stuff. I'm not putting it past him. So all this bullshit about Johnny Depp is innocent, I I think is, is, you know, to an extent, I think is bullshit. They're not innocent. They both, they both were fucking crazy fucking animals just going wild at each other. So, but I do think that Amber Heard did have a vindictive, uh, a, vindic- a vindication. I do believe that she had some ulterior, ulterior motives after writing that op-ed, Um and I, I, I think that it fit the movement, the Me Too movement. It fit the moment at the time. And she was trying to further her career. And she was using it and trying to make, get money. And she was probably scorned. And she wasn't happy. And it's come out that she's a very possessive woman and very needy as well. I mean, just losing those tapes is just triggering. Um, so we got to keep in mind that they're both fucking psychopaths here, okay? And Amber probably is was just trying to milk this situation for a bunch of money. I think she was trying to get like a hundred million dollars or something. I don't know where I heard that, so you might have to fact check that. But she ended up walking away with seven million dollars, which she pledged was supposed to donate to two charities: of uh, the women, uh, the there was a LA hospital for for the abused women or something, and then to the ACLU and when we saw that on wednesday the uh, the 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 johnny's team camille she went after her on that and she didn't know the difference between pledge and donate get the fuck out of here so there's definitely some fuckery going on with her and i'm sure she was yeah the children's hospital yeah thank you thank you bonbon so um so there's definitely some fuckery going on with 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 her um i'm gonna say but you know again he was dating he married this lady she was like in her mid-20s and he was already what like in his 50s like you weren't like you i don't i don't know like i i get it dudes want that young young and stuff but do you have to marry that i don't know if you should marry that I, i i'm not against anybody doing their thing of course and you know, uh, in cougars who go trolling or go, go, uh, cruising for young dudes. I love that shit. Go get it. Go get it. But, uh, man, you know, you, you put your time and energy and money into this person and, um, you knew she was a a trouble and there had to be part of you that liked it. So fuck you, Johnny Depp. You're still a part of this. Um, although I mean I am Team Johnny all the way. Obviously I'm Team Johnny because fucking Pirates is a badass movie. <laughs> I love his work as Hunter S. Thompson, and and I don't like that she was using the momentum of a movement, especially the the necess- the necessity of a movement like the Me Too movement. I don't like that she was using that momentum of that movement to, you know, uh, vindicate her own personal feelings uh against somebody and to milk the situation um for all the money it was worth and she was literally trying to ruin someone's career which she obviously did so you know fuck her fuck her but fuck johnny doe but don't fuck him as much as fuck her i guess it's, it's a sticky situation
3: The other one is that, well, there's a couple actually here, but this one is Amber's sister. Whitney says that she came running from the living room up to the stairs, but when Amber testified, she said her sister came from the bedroom running downstairs. So her own witnesses, her own sister is not cooperating uh, with her own story.
1: Ugh, that's not good. Maybe you guys should get your fucking story straight before you start lying. But again, there has to be, there's probably some truth to the situation but what are they embellishing we don't know we don't know
2: all right it's yeah. al's question i don't want her to break
1: and me down i know well <laughs> you know, janine every time i talk to you i'm always like is this good am i lying <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Come on, I, get know, to it.
4: Everybody's saying it. Well, all these witnesses are coming up one after the, the other, and they're all saying that there was some abuse. So, what the really what the case really comes down to is just one juror agreeing. So, do you think that they can find one person that said that Johnny hit
3: Amber? Listen, they had a lot of witnesses yesterday, but they were, other than one, other than Whitney, everything was pre-recorded. So we have all these recorded witnesses. And I've got to tell you, I was in the courtroom, I was three rows back behind the lawyer. By the way, Amber's lawyer swore, I won't tell you the swear, but when it, just before it all began, she goes, oh, and you insert the swear word, mm. the, when the lawyer walked by me, right, when she walked by, she stuck out her tongue, Elaine. And that's a tongue protrusion, high stress. High stress was going on with the Amber's lawyers yesterday. But here's the deal. When we're looking at people, we're looking at the entire picture. And the jury is falling asleep. I was falling asleep. I'd go to the restroom and, and, and wake myself up. Until Amber's sister hit the stand, that's when everyone perked up and literally turned in that direction. Before that, they were yawn.
1: Right. I was watching some of that, some of the other testimonies. It was boring. I didn't I didn't bother. But I could see where she went. And I've been following her TikTok, too, which we'll go in after this because I love her TikTok. But, um, yeah let just let her get finish her point.
3: Running, drinking water, rubbing their eyes. Uh, I don't know if they're going to buy what happened yesterday. Now, I do think the witnesses, even though they were recorded, I do believe there was some authentic sadness here. And I do believe the witnesses were telling some truth. I don't think Rocky was 100 percent truthful. I think maybe Rocky, the best friend's tears were for many reasons, right? They're no longer friends, she's now divorced, it's a different life. Are you crying because Amber punched you in the face and Thanksgiving, you know, what (laughs) happened here? We don't know what the authentic tears are. And we, we don't see hand gestures, you know, imagine if I'm a guest like this, then you see no hand gestures. These guests fall fall flat. But I'm a dynamic, yes, this is why you keep having me back, because I create a relationship (laughs) with the camera. But you're seeing my hand gestures. It makes me engaging. And then you come into my story. I'm using illustrators. I'm I'm telling a story. We want to see the hands. If I were giving a tip to the court, I would make sure our lawyers, make sure when you do these videotape depositions, you don't just see this. Make sure we're able to see these
1: illustrations. That's what I that's what you know, uh, unconsciously, you know, like I've always wanted my hands to be seen because like at one point if if I'm just like just a face like this, I don't like that. I don't like that there's no dynamic with the with my hands because I'm I'm I do move my hands a lot and there is this a lot of part of what I do is just like, Yeah, I, I think, right? I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just feeding into the situation because she's talking about it now, but I, I do feel that when I was watching that, you just sort of had this head shot. It's like, nah, yeah, I don't know. Johnny's evil. So I, I totally agree with her. It's like, let's get some more body dynamic here. We got to be able to judge these people with, with by the full scope of their movements and body movements. I've been loving watching her TikTok just because it's. I've been learning so much about di- just how you know, different body language. I've also read a lot of books about, like, lying and liars and stuff um, and how to tell if people are lying and stuff. And I really find that stuff fascinating. It's really interesting stuff. I just have to say
2: really quickly, can you imagine being on trial and looking and seeing that the body language expert for the FBI, (laughs) Janine Drivers, in your courtroom? I would be like, oh, no. I'm scared just on DBL. No,
4: no, because... (laughs) no i was gonna say heaven forbid i'm actually on the stand I'm, i better be telling the
0: truth yeah.
3: <laughs> listen when whitney whitney walked by me i swear she must have seen me on your show because whitney walked by me she's walking off the stand as she walks by i'm on the edge she looked at me in the sadness and i'm like yeah, <laughs> well because i'm biased to the truth. sometimes people will say i'm biased towards johnny i'm not Bias towards Johnny. Bias to the truth, mm. and the truth this space mm. happens to be constantly stacking up for Johnny and not her sister. Anna.
4: Well, I wouldn't be surprised if she saw it because apparently 2.2 million people did <laughs> no, on right. Instagram. You, you're so you're let 3. me just tell you that. But okay, time. so while we got you, while we got you here, I, I need to know because there's a story inside of a story, right? Oh, yeah. So we got to get your take on Johnny <laughs> Depp and using and that lawyer. hand gestures. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I know. In
1: your opinion. We also have to remember that Amber and Johnny are professional actors, so they are likely to be aware of body movements. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But I mean, like, and that's the thing you can see with Amber. Like, I think Johnny's just a little bit more casual with it, and I think it's been become more of his demure on who he is as a human being. Whereas you can almost see uh, all the viewers from this channel plus one extra million. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right, Dutchman. Um, um, you interrupted me. Now I can't remember. Um, uh, I think that Johnny is a little bit better at it as an actor, and I think that it's probably become part of his personality, especially a public personality. You know, because. Uh, being a part of around actors and shit that you can tell when people are turning it on and and that's fine you know like that's just who they are that's that's just you know they're filling the void you know whatever that hole was that where they needed attention me too me too i'm same way but uh, actors and actors especially have that thing i think the big difference is that amber is terrible at her job like when you, when you watch, like, I've watched clips of her on uh, Aquaman, and, like, it is just not good. She's just not good. So, like, I think she's just worse at it. And Johnny, because just the way her, I mean, she was fake crying with no tears and shit. Like, she wasn't even, she, you know, like, she was making all these, all the faces were there. But there was this just this disingenuous uh, nature about what she was doing, which was not believable. And even if people were sitting there uh, looking at that, and you know, uh, people even if they're not processing it as like this person is faking, there is something that comes off disingenuous about it. And people process that subconsciously or consciously. And she's just really terrible at it. But I don't actually know. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. Yo, watch... Try to watch Aqu- Aquaman. is such a fucking shitty movie. I'm sorry. I'm just... I can't deal with movies anymore. Like, I feel bad. I don't... Like, my family wants to watch movies. Like, last night, they were trying to... We watched Con Air. Ugh. In Nicolas Cage. Blech. It's like, look, I... You know, I know he's beloved... Apparently his new movie is, the un- unmeasurable weight of being talented or whatever it is, is pretty funny, which I would be interested in seeing that because I always like it when actors make fun of themselves and shit. That that to me is awesome. You know, like if you could, that's why Trump was such a fucking turd, right? Because he couldn't take a joke. And it's like, bitch, if you can't make fun of yourself, then how are we supposed to take you seriously? So fuck off. Like you can go to hell. Separate conversation. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can. I appreciate that Nicolas Cage could make a whole movie about making fun of himself. So I, I, I dig that. But Con Air is such a fucking pile of shit of a movie, and like John Melkovich is in it, and, and Danny Trejo, which Danny Trejo is the shit, uh, you know, and and. <laughs> I'm making fun of the whole time, and Rain and, and and Sauce are just like yeah, you know they love like they love Nicky Cage. Like now, now, now that's his shit. Um, Knowing is a movie that I I was working last night because I'm working on a new song, which I can't wait to release. I've been wanting I've been I've been working on this file since late 2019. I found it in my phone last night because I was reviewing notes, and since late 2019, I've been working on this song. So I'm very happy to be work- getting down I got the and vo- uh, got the vocals down last night and um I uh, uh I'm <laughs> it's very stupid and silly and uh, uh I think it's um it's very it's it's it, it's it's nice at the heart of it it's nice and, and and accommodating so uh it's really silly and stupid but I I I think it's going to make <laughs> I think it's going to make people fucking upset a little bit but it shouldn't. I don't know. I think you guys will probably think it's funny, but you know, I don't. Th- I don't know how much people are gonna think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Uh, so I'm. Um, I finally got the the vocals down. So I'm very happy to be. I'll be having that out. Oh yeah, and then Wednesday, everybody, if you can make it, is the two year stream anniversary. So we'll be spinning vinyl here live on Twitch starting around one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So um, yeah. anyways. Uh, let's get back into this because I forgot what I even was talking about in the first place. Oh yeah, how terrible movies are. I can't take movies anymore. I just, I can't. I do want to see Knowing because it's apocalyptic. I like apocalyptic movies, but I can't take it anymore, folks. I just can't. I, I, I can't take movies. I can't. It's just bad acting or, or just shitty plot lines and, and like... I love superhero movies, but I just I set, end up sitting there just shitting on it the whole time. So, I, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to watch movies when I know I have other things I could be doing. That's way better with my time. I only forced myself to Con Air because I was sitting there with my family. And I just sat there and shit on it the whole time. So, you know, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun to shit on it the whole time. Con Air was such a huge movie, too. I was like, how did this... How did this ever become such a huge movie? This is just such a wild piece of shit of a, of a movie. It's just terrible. Just absolutely terrible. Anyway, I think it's a Michael Bay movie. Someone died on the production of it too. So, yeah. Fuck you, Connor.
4: Based on their body language, do they have an intimate relationship Let's other go. than lawyer-client?
3: No, and here's why. Because, A, she has a boyfriend who's manly, she's manly in love. Evidently, he's from the U.K. And Johnny ooh. was asked this by someone in court. And he said, no, that's my lawyer. They have great rapport. I used to teach at the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center. It's called Fletzy. And, and week one, you'd see a man and a woman flirting. And week two, when they stopped flirting, I would be like, oh, I think they hooked up over the uh, weekend. Ooh. Once they're a couple, that flirting would be stopped. You think they're dumb enough to let us in on it? Right. No. Mm. This is, I think, to get Amber's goat. Because, and I knew it. I go, Camille is gonna be the one that cross examines Amber. And when it happened, I'm like, I should have bet a million dollars on it. I knew it. It's just <laughs> to get Amber's film. Right. In my
2: opinion. JD, I gotta get this
5: set
1: in- up. That's a good call. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, doubt they're dating. They just seem to be comfortable each other. Yeah, exactly, Zippy. Uh yeah, I didn't think so either. They do have these movements, but like if you notice which I have, I've been watching this shit like a fucking crack fiend. It's just like, oh my god, I gotta get it more. It's so, it's, it's so annoying. It's so annoying that I'm really into this when like the world is burning around us. I'm just like, oh yeah, just give me, just give me this distraction. Um, but if they are banging, then they're not going to want it to be out in the open. But I bet when you see her, when when you see Amber on this on the stand. They sit next to each other, they're touching each other's hands, they're like, you know, being real close and chummy, and I'm guessing that's because they're trying to fuck with her. They're trying to fuck with her because they know that she's a fucking psychopath, super possessive, and she still is in love with Johnny, whatever fucking twisted idea of love is in her mind. They played that, the last time they talked, they played that tape where, you know, I'll never give you my eye contact again, <laughs> whatever Johnny was saying. It's so fucking dramatic, but whatever. Um, you know, it's just, yeah. anyways, I mean, you ruined his career, lady. I, I can understand why he'd never get, but that, that idea to her, it was crushing And she was, this was after she released the op ed and after she was saying all these terrible things. They met up in San Francisco in some hotel, I think. And she was trying to get him, you know, to look at her and to hug her and like, cause she still was in love. And so they're using that shit against her because they want her to fucking crumble, which is not a bad tactic, honestly. Uh, for show, that lawyer is hardcore. She knows what she's doing, especially since they know they're on camera in the courtroom. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It, it's all, it's all very much, it's all very much a, a plan of attack. Like, there's no, there's no, um, you know, there's no mistakes here. And what's fucked up is like her team seems so disheveled. And like when, when all that, um, when all that objection shit, when she was objecting to everything, and she's just like. Ugh, I'm trying. Ugh, I, I I'm trying. Uh, like the lawyer her lawyer was just like, "Bro, you guys are bad at your job. I'm not even a lawyer, but I could tell that you're failing at what you're doing if you can't even rephrase a question to 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 fucking to your own fucking client. You couldn't even get your own Ugh, Come on, now. It's terrible. It's terrible." So yeah, they definitely have the upper hand here, and yeah, they, 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 they know what they're doing. They, I agree with y'all.
2: Now I want to ask you about Amber's acting coach, because she testified yesterday that Amber can't fake cry, and that her tears on the stand are real. Let's look at this clip, and then I want to get your opinion.
0: I would say the last year they were together, probably 80, 90% of our sessions began with her crying. Ironically, she has a little difficulty crying um, acting wise.
2: <laughs> so Janine, not much time. What'd you What'd you think about her testimony?
0: Fake crying. There's
3: no tears. She breathes in with the tissue instead of out oh, with the tissue. This is bad fake crying. I swear. The acting coach validated everything I've been saying since Amber took the stand. It's like a seal of approval saying Janine Driver, you're right. This was bad crying. I'm sure Amber inside's like. I did do a bad job, didn't
2: I? But I worked so hard on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I mean, everything she says resonates. I know. I mean, she keeps it real, and she's got the experience to back it up. So I you know. So much for your expertise.
1: You and- you That's why I fucking hate these stupid panel shows like this. But uh, just Janine on these shows just is awesome. I wonder if they're struggling to come up with a proper defense because their evidence is uh, against. Yeah, it's pretty solid. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm guessing that's probably the case. Um, I mean, it just looks so bad. I mean, she's just been so bad. Like that whole idea of the bruise kit. Like, come the fuck on. She called it a bruise kit. I carry around a bruise kit. I mean, makeup to counter my bruises. It's like, what are you talking about, lady? What, what the fuck are you talking about? You just said it. You just said it. It was, it was that Freudian slip. It was just like uh, a side note. Did anybody see that fucking war criminal? The clip of that war criminal? Fucking George W. Bush fucking slipping up. Let's just... Real quick, we'll slide into that. But since we're talking about uh, Freudian slips, she called it a bruise kit and then quickly changed her story. And Because they do have bruise kit makeups where it's all like greens, purples, blues, and dark colors to make a bruise. And... Um, you know, she's on the stand, she's under a lot of pressure, and sometimes our mind likes to fucking fuck with us, and so, I don't know if anybody saw this, hold on, just real quick, we will not stay on this, because I do not want to talk about this son of a bitch, it always pisses me off, uh, yeah, uh, um, this fucking piece of garbage
2: now i don't now. have a great segue here but absolutely shut got up Amazon today NBC. at southern methodist university let's just in Texas. get into it and while talking shit. about russia and its president he made what must be one of the biggest freudian slips of all time
3: in contrast russian elections are rigged political <laughs> opponents are
1: Piece of fucking shit. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to go down that road. It's just... But these people... And under this pressure, you know, they they have...
2: We're going to begin oh, with the Johnny.
1: Let's get done with this lady. I cannot stand her fake shit. Uh, she should have used that. Yeah, I agree. Um, there, There's professional crying cream that comes with uh, in like chapstick that you rub under your eyes to encourage tears. Basically like Vicks under your eyes. She should have used that. Yeah, right? Well, that's what people were thinking when she was sniffing stuff off of her um, napkin. <laughs> you know instead of blowing out she was sniffing and there's the huge speculation she was doing cocaine in there uh in the courtroom uh she he's 75 that's his excuse you know what fuck him i don't care he knows what he did that piece of shit war criminal look i i'm I'm not gonna go down that path but still the you know they're over there fucking bruise kits making these freudian slips like there's just so much evidence that Stack against Amber Heard. I wouldn't I, I couldn't imagine that they have a solid case of defense, Zippy. In what Zippy was saying. They're probably just falling apart. I mean, she's fired, I think she's fired some of her legal team. She's fired her um she definitely filed fired her uh, PR team. <laughs> which is very funny yeah t-talk uh they definitely fired her pr team because of all the backlash she's been getting online which is like what do you think lady so what's awesome is is that johnny depp is going to be back on the stand on monday and um they're bringing in another witness again and so they're bringing johnny back on the stand on monday and, and it's supposed to wrap by next friday so, ooh, it's heating up, folks. Let's see I'm i actually kind of gl- I'm being glad when this fucking case is over just so I can have my life back. <laughs> oh shit, that's not what I want. Now, don't have a- fuck these people at MSNBC, you fucking mouthpiece for the corporate state. Uh okay, let's jump over to our to my TikTok here. And uh oh, this right, lady's awesome let's get too.
6: to it more lies Amber told on stand part I can't keep up. Just start with (laughs) this. Now, this. this one was brought to my attention by one of you guys. I was asked to share this, and I am more than happy to. So we're taking it back to her story on December 15th, 2015. And if you remember, she said at one point, he pushed her into the bed, and he had his knee in her back, and then the other foot was pushing on the wooden frame. He was trying to gain purchase, and it snapped part of the wood off the frame. Lucky for Amber, there's an attorney slash woodmaker on YouTube who shows you how a shoe couldn't possibly ever do that. Enjoy. Really thick wooden
0: uh, frame. And uh, it was broken from his boot trying to get a purchase on it. That's the bed that Johnny broke. Well, on top of me. Mattress over here. Johnny allegedly over here. So we have our work boot. Now, you can see as the work boot goes in, there's no way, given the size of that work boot, that you're gonna get anywhere enough pull, period. Just slides right off. There's nothing that's ever gonna catch. It's because the tip of the work boot, no matter how sharp it is, is not sharp enough to cut into that grain structure. It's just not going to happen.
1: All right, that's just some hearsaying shit. Let's get to the good shit. All right, I just. All right. Um, I'm going to try not. You know what? Let's just go to Janine's page because I don't want to get caught up. Eric. Right Janine.
4: Driver. Amber Heard testified on the stand about this so-called attack that Johnny did on her, on the airplane, remember this? There's a word she says six times. That's interesting to me, and maybe you picked up on it. Do you know what word it is? The word is slowly. I slowly got up, I slowly walked. Six times in that story, she talks about slowly. Is this some type of a script? You know, like when you're reading a book and she slowly approached and she slowly moved her seats. Slowly, 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 slowly. Hmm. Why the slowly? Like, what is so significant that she's telling us six times how slowly she was going? This is a hot spot for me. It says this was in a script that she wrote, and it was not a good script. <laughs> I'm about to tear it apart piece by piece. This is just the slowly part. Wait till you see what I'm putting out here next.
0: <laughs> We're getting up so slowly very slow movements and i slowly get up it's oscillating between those things and i get up slowly again as i'm walking away slowly trying not to be i was being very deliberate, deliberate about my movements slowly,
4: same thing Boom. i remember getting
1: up
0: so What's up slowly, slowly slowly very slowly, slow slowly. movements and i Boom. slowly get Mind up it's Scra- oscillating between those Scra-
1: so uh Janine has been focusing on, like, mostly on how Amber is fucking just lying constantly. I like to slow. I like it slow, too. Slowly, 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 slowly eat me. (laughs) Moving Dutchman. How dare you? All right. The first comment on this video. Did you notice that she used the word oscillating and her sister also used the same word? Ooh, yes. There you go. Look of course her sister's going to go back her what kind of sister wouldn't back your their own sister uh and and that's the thing they couldn't even corroborate their stories correctly which janine pointed out in that video with uh where she was on that stupid panel of people but um you know like she was saying that uh amber i can't remember they just got the directions of where they entered wrong so they couldn't even corroborate their own stories correctly, but they have these words, like oscillating, I feel like it's one of those words that might make you sound like you're sincere. I don't know, <laughs> like if just because it's such a, it's a bigger word or something, you know, that's just my stupid opinion right off the top of my head, so that sounds you know silly but you know like we were oscillating slowly between two pillars you know like just just trying to add these weird details to make their their um their their story sound more believable you know he was oscillating back and forth between two of us while he grabbed her by her hair slowly and i saw him punch her slowly in the face as her head bounced back oscillating back and forth you know uh oscillating isn't something I'd normally find in a conversation. No, no not at all. I might I might use it. Maybe not you, bro, but I might use it. <laughs> I use oscillating all the time. <laughs> uh the only time I've ever used oscillating is to refer to an oscillating fan. Uh I've used oscillating before talking about an oscillator, which is like electronic equipment and stuff, or oscillating um, is I'll use that in like electrical terms and stuff because like working on parts and uh, working on um working on uh, stuff boards with components in the boards, green solder, fuck. Okay. Unless, unless we're talking to a nerd. Yes. Yes. Or, or someone who has the scripted out very, very neatly. Right. Let's go. Let's watch more. Jo- uh, her. We're
0: getting up so slowly, very slow movements. And I slowly get up. It's oscillating between those things. And I get up slowly again as I'm walking away. Slowly, trying not to be—I was being very deliberate about my movements. I remember getting up so slowly, very slow movements, and I slowly get up. It's oscillating between those things. I remember getting up. Look, so she addresses slowly, it. She address-
1: oh, she's she's just mm-hmm.
0: slow movements, and I slowly get up. It's oscillating between those things, and I get up slowly again. As I'm walking away slowly trying not to be i was being very deliberate about my movements I remember getting up so slowly very slow movements. This is going anywhere Jeanine. slowly get up so slow it's ought to be i was being very deliberate about my move um yeah she had since
1: 2016 you'd think that the lady had her had her uh shit together by now right but no. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Former scorn lover are not former scorn lovers are not credible witnesses. All right. So let's see what she says about it. The... I weighed in on this, Ellen. I cannot wait for your comment on El Barkin and the rest of her of the witnesses.
4: Barkin thing today on headline news, and uh, if you missed it, I'll put a highlight on here tomorrow. But. What's the big deal they, they made such a big deal like this? They had to go back two and a half decades to bring in someone that Johnny Depp was having sex with that he then ghosted and she was in... Ve- Let me get this straight. So you're in Las Vegas where Johnny Depp gets in a fight with a couple of his guy friends and he's drunk out of his mind. Hi, he's a guy. And he threw a wine bottle across the room. Didn't hit you. Didn't hit anybody else. No one got hurt. You don't know if there was wine in the bottle or wine not in the bottle and um this all went down in vegas and um this matters why
1: to okay, now, come to dbl
4: well no, we don't we've got
1: to get your
3: take
4: Shout they out. had a lot
1: of
3: witnesses and we we don't see hand gestures you know match yeah?
1: okay. do you know yeah okay that's it that's that's it for now Um, there's this other girl who is really cool. She sort of breaks down the shit pretty well. Let me go to my profile here. Uh, is it, did I like her? Um, no, I must not have.
6: Don't be sad. I picked up on that too. And we're going to talk about it. Trial day 19 part three. This video is about witness number two, but I have to say...
1: That's not it. This is young lady. Oh, this is fine. Let's just watch this. This is just fine. <laughs> you just assured me
2: that I could speak. <laughs> Sit and inside the
6: car. Not assuring anything. I'm under arrest. Look, I'm under what? <laughs> Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! This is the bloke who got me on the penis before. Why did you do
2: this
6: For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Oh, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, ah, yes. I see that you know your judo well. Good one. Good one. And you, sir? Are you
1: waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> now, get your handles. <laughs> <angel. laughs> right, right. Oh god. So that guy is uh, the reason I have this. I found this. Where is it? Get your handles! Get your handles!
6: By my penis. my penis! Get your handles! Get your handles! get your hand off my
1: penis yeah that's this is the original video well this ain't the original but this i remember seeing this video a long time ago it's very funny it's very funny video this guy this guy has a voice for 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 tv or whatever We might be done with our Johnny Depp stuff. Oh, it's this girl. It's this girl. Never
5: heard acting coach testified against Johnny Depp today.
1: This girl is awesome because she just breaks it down. She doesn't really give opinions. And what's up, Morby? Welcome in. Welcome in. Glad to have you in. Uh, So this is a, the, this girl is awesome because she talks about, um, thank God it's not on vinyl. (laughs) Penis, 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 penis. I don't know why I have the humor of a fucking, of a child, but this is where I'm at in life, folks. I'm almost 40. And I still think that guy saying penis is very funny. (laughs) Morby, welcome in, my friend. Nice to have you. You're you're welcome here at any time. Don't worry. You never have to, uh, you never have to worry about coming or going it's all good love you so much 12 years old till i die baby what's up now shit sorry guys god damn it i gotta think before i act sometimes sorry everyone sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's why i also have this on here what is it um there you go I, I go through great lengths We are Green Sessions I go through great lengths to make stupid shit like this What is it? We will not be playing Freebird <laughs> That was just for a live gigs. You know people would be like, Freebird I'd be like We will not be playing Freebird Freebird Play Freebird! We will not
2: be playing Freebird. Freebird.
1: <laughs> sorry if that anybody who has headphones on, I'm sorry. Uh that's the kind of fucking dipshit I am though. Yeah. Anyways. Uh this girl is pretty cool. She talks a lot about um yeah, it's it's silly. It's all silly. Uh let's go to her thing, cause she has like updates and stuff. So um
5: Amber Heard's former attorney testified in the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. Here's what you need to know. On day 19, we are the testimony of Michelle Marooney, Amber Heard's former attorney. And her job is to cover prenuptial and postnuptial agreements. Michelle said she was representing Amber and Johnny and Amber's postnuptial agreement when she said that Johnny Depp fired her on Amber's behalf. Michelle said that her and Amber originally spoke about a prenuptial before Johnny and Amber got married in 2015, but it later turned into a postnuptial agreement. When Johnny called her, she said that he was mean, she felt that he was intoxicated and he called her a bitch, and then proceeded to fire her. She said she was very rattled by the call, and that she hung up after a few minutes because she was really shook up. She said that Johnny did not have the authority to fire her, but that Amber did herself a few days later. Now this is important because the phone call allegedly took place before the argument in Australia where Johnny Depp had his finger severed. Johnny said that he had his attorney speak to Amber about signing a post-nuptial agreement. And Amber became distraught, saying that he was trying to trick her out of any money if something were to happen to him. And he said that Amber was very upset and started an argument over it, which then escalated and you guys know the story. In my next video, I'll discuss the testimony of Tina Newman, who is an executive at Disney. Amber Heard's- A Disney executive testified in the Johnny Depp and Amber-
1: Uh, have y'all seen the totally real Jason Momoa statement? Is there a real one? I think i i can I can sense sarcasm, but let's look into that i'm trying I'm starting to get a little bored off of watching this anyway, so Momoa. Amber Heard's agent told lack of chemistry. No, oh yeah. Well, there was a big deal with this because the agent said that there was a lack of chemistry. Um, but they, but they were saying that they were claiming that Johnny Depp, um, with all this, when when she was um, going through all the controversy back when she was writing the op-ed about Johnny, they were trying to make the case that that harmed her career, but there's now they're saying like um disney is releasing statements saying like no it had nothing to do with that it's it had um it had something to do with uh her chemistry and and it kind of perjured perjured it, it, it perjurized is that perjured it perjured her i don't get Love the Disney woman. Um, she just sucked at her job. That's all. Yeah, exactly. That's what it comes out with. It, they were trying to blame the reason that she sucks on Johnny Depp and, and, the, and the controversy that was going on, but really they were just reinstating, or she they were just stating that. No, she just sucked at her job. That's all. Um, Amber Heard's agent was told Momoa caused uh, reduced Aquaman to roll. Um was it? No. Can I post? I think so. Hold on. I th- no. Shit. Uh, you can go in my Discord. Am I in my di- oh, shit. I can. Send it. Whisper it to me because I don't know if my Discord is going to work either because I don't think I can sign in my Discord. I'm locked down my Discord because I'm an idiot. So because I didn't put it in. Yeah. Whisper <laughs> to me real quick. And then. Uh, all right. All right. All right, Morby sent us this. All right, next oh, please. Uh, oh, shoot. I didn't know we were starting yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait. almost got it.
4: Perfect, perfect spot. Okay, could you please state your full name?
6: Yeah, I am
4: Jason Momoa. Mr. Momoa, do you know Amber Heard? I do, hi, Amber. Don't talk to her. So how do you know Amber? I <laughs> hey, amber. Uh, Aquaman. So you work together as actors, right? No, as janitors. No. So <laughs> you have to take this serious.
6: He's not a janitor. He's actually Aquaman. <laughs> Did
4: you say you felt safe uh, around Amber on the set?
0: Mm, sure, I guess.
4: So there was not even one incident.
0: Uh, well, I wouldn't say that. But... Why? What happened? Well, Amber and I were in the pool recording a scene, and it was just the two of us. And she pointed at the water and said, Look at that beautiful brown fish. Mm-hmm.
4: So, what seems to be the issue? <laughs> I'm not following. Any
0: wildlife in the water would be computerized, so that was a uh, brown fish.
4: I don't understand. What was it? Uh, well, it was,
0: uh, shall I say, Amber's turn. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, Mr. Momoa, how do you even know what that was? Did you even take a picture of Amber's turd? No, I didn't.
6: Well, do you have any evidence?
0: Well, I made a replica. Yeah, here it is. Now, does that look
1: like a fish? No.
6: How did
0: that even come out of her body? Ah! Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, Yeah, had to leave. <laughs> Subscribe to GeoFilm. He does funny dubs. Uh, uh, <laughs>
5: and-
1: <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, so let, let <laughs> Thank you, Morby, for sharing that. We'll go through a couple more of this and then we'll move on. We got a couple more stories in us and then. Then I have to go to have dinner with my family, which I sound really fun. Yes, I want to become famous. Oh my god, honey fur. Finally. Finally. God damn, I finally I can be famous. Oh, I forgot Bonnie's here. Thank you, Bonnie. <laughs> I forgot we have a mod in chat. Thank you, Bon Bon. <laughs> I was like, okay, how do I do this? Da-da-da. Uh, I need to rest now, but I'll leave the stream running. Thank you, Zippy. Thank you so much for hanging out. I appreciate that. I appreciate you uh, hanging out, and your input is always welcome. And and again, everyone, if you're not following Zippy Zipper, make sure you go and follow Zippy Zipper. Zippy is the shit. She's a great artist. Boom. Zippy. Okay. So let's finish up here, and then uh, we'll move on.
5: Amber Heard trial. Here's what you need to know. Yesterday we heard the video deposition of Tina Newman, she is a production executive in the live-action department at Disney. She was asked if she had any knowledge as to whether Johnny Depp would appear in Pirate 6. She said that she didn't know the decision was not in her job responsibilities, and that it was above her pay grade. Amber's lawyers asked her if she was aware of any decision-makers, so producers, directors, etc, who said they were not considering Johnny Depp for Pirate 6 because of Amber Heard's op-ed. And she said no. She was also asked if Disney was aware that Johnny Depp had said he wouldn't return to the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise for three hundred dollars. Surprise
1: laugh she has surprised laughter. Well now we gotta go look at it. Hold on now. No, I don't wanna hear this. Gotta hate that. Who was it was a... Uh, um Disney Woman. Johnny Depp laughs uncontrollably mentioning the alpacas during questioning Disney employee: Is Disney
3: aware that Mr. Depp has testified under oath that he would not take another Pirates of the Caribbean franchise role for $300 million and a million alpacas? Now Would Disney <laughs> entertain paying Mr. Depp more than $300 million and provide him with more than a million alpacas <coughs> to be able to obtain his uh, services for any future Pirates of the Caribbean role. Now, I'm gonna show you what have been marked as deposition exhibit number What does
1: the alpacas have to do with
3: anything? Alan Horn, who's that?
0: He was our co-chairman of Disney? Yes. And Alan Bergman, who's he? Same. He's the other co-chairman of Disney. What does alpacas have to
1: do with it? Was that really? It is fucking... (laughs) I need $300 million and some fucking alpacas, bitch, before I'll sign anything, you dumb hoe. That shit is so fucking hilarious. Oh my God. Let's watch this guy. Please bring
0: up exhibit three. Back to Kipper for a moment. Um, okay, he's just hitting his if, vape. If, if when Dr. Kipper prescribed drugs, you know, would Mr. Depp also... And what about with Amber? Did you
1: ever <laughs> he just keeps uh, on encounter shit. any talk from JD of, of jealousy? He said, I won't work for Disney anymore uh even if you give me 300 million and 1 million alpacas oh <laughs> morby you don't know bother about this case that i do god damn <laughs> all right all right so we we uh i'm pretty excited for next week and then finally it'll be over uh, but but johnny's supposed to come back on Apparently, they're thinking about cutting Amber Heard's part out of the next uh, Aquaman movie, which, whatever. You know, I don't think she deserves to get her part taken away from her. She's just, you know, like, she has the right to fucking, you know, say whatever she wants, but I I don't think that she needs... Had some sleepless nights lately, got into a rabbit hole. (laughs) Well, I hope the sleepless nights weren't over anything bad, Morbs. I hope it was uh, just you couldn't sleep, but... Thank you for bringing these gems to our attention. This was very needed. We we definitely needed to know these things. <laughs> these fucking alpacas. <laughs> 300 million and 1 million alpacas. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on. So John Mulaney draws criticism for having Dave Chappelle open tell trans tells transphobic jokes at Ohio State. So this happened right south of us where we're at. And so I was like, "Oh, this has all this has all the makings of a new controversy." So and of course, Dave Chappelle was trending on Twitter uh the last couple of days. So, you know, that means just Twitter is very real. It's a very real place that really matters. Uh, let's jump into this article, let me get it pulled up, actually, where is it? Oh, uh, here it is. <clears throat> oh, no, that's not it, stupid. Okay, that's it. <clears throat> now I'm going to choke on my own spit for a little bit. <laughs> Hold on, let me cough. Okay. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready what the hell is this a vomit poop and woody harrelson triangle of sadness shocks can- canis with uproarous eight minute standing ovation oh dear god all right so here we go john mulaney draws criticism for having dave chappelle open tell transphobic jokes at ohio show that i mean that seems like a weird sentence to me i know it's a headline but that just seems weird i'm gonna be yawning for whatever reason i'll just be over here being yawny. during the friday performance on his from scratch tour comedian john mulaney surprised his audience and drew criticism from some fans when dave Chappelle, Chappelle appeared as an opener and told what were described as transphobic jokes Chappelle's opening set occurred during the show at Ohio State University's Value City Arena in Columbus, Ohio. Okay, so first of all, Value City, I didn't even know that was still a company. Okay, there, Value City used to be the only place I used to go shopping for my big and tall clothes when I was like 325 pounds in high school. Uh, I would go and shop at this place, and I would shop in the big and tall section, And, uh, my mom, me and my mom would do like school shopping. And of course my mom would always be like, (laughs) which recently, I mean, not too recently, but, uh, mind. Uh, my mom, my mom used to yell like, uh, do you need a three X honey or four X? And I'm sitting there in the dressing room. like, God, mom, why do you got to tell the whole store? I'm a big fat asshole. Uh, so that, that, that was one of those things. Going shopping with your mom for school clothes was always fun at the big and tall section because, Hey, you know, uh, being a big fat ass in high school was, uh, was, was, was humiliating, but, uh, it, 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 uh, I feel like it built a lot of character for me growing up. And especially losing the weight and, and you know, becoming, you know, a you know, a grown up with grown up emotions and such. Uh it, it kind of built character to be able to be a little fatty. I'm still fat. I'm not I'm not some skinny mini for by any means. I'm just I was looking in the in the mirror the other day. I'm just like, God, what happened to you? You used to be healthy, Mike. But I'm getting back to it. I'm getting back to it. I'm actually I'm actually avoiding sugar again and and all those things and uh, trying not to eat past a certain time in the evening. It's just, it's tough. It's tough, okay? It is tough. Chappelle's opening set occurred during the show at Ohio State University's Value City Arena in Columbus, Ohio. I also used to work at Value City, too. Stole a lot stole a lot from them allegedly allegedly stole a lot from that i was in receiving lots of ps2 games lots of xbox games allegedly although there are also that place no longer exists and that's why i was like how does value city have an arena i I don't even know how they exist anymore although there is no footage from the event as attendees were required to lock their phones up beforehand several audience members took to social media afterwards to criticize the show according to the attendees Chappelle appeared to as a surprise opener and told jokes targeting the transgender community Mulaney reportedly came on stage and hugged Chappelle at the conclusion of the opening set. Some fans in the crowd expressed their disappointment after the show on Twitter. I like that they included that Mulaney reportedly came on stage and gave him a hug after his set. Like, what was he supposed to do? Was he supposed to be a come out, like come out and be like, "How dare you get the fuck off stage? How are you gonna make jokes?" I invited you to make jokes. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't know what people were expecting John Mulaney to do. Also, John Mulaney invited Dave Chappelle onto his show. So I'm not sure, you know, he had to know that Dave Chappelle was going to do what Dave Chappelle does, not that his whole cornerstone of his act is making fun of transgender people, which, again, I don't believe that he's making fun of transgender people. I I mean, he might be saying some cringy jokes that I can see how it can be offensive, but I don't think he has, you know, malice at heart. I don't think he's sitting there like, oh, I hate them transgenders. You know, I don't think he's sitting there writing, oh, this is going to really do it big. You know, like, this will really make them feel horrible about themselves. I don't think Dave Chappelle wants people to feel bad about themselves, but I do feel like when you make fun of a certain um, communities and you make fun of a certain cultures, I feel like that's like bringing them into the norm. So it, it is to me when you're making jokes in regards to certain communities, it's like normalizing it. It's like this is not these these people are now a part of our our, our larger community in a sense, you know this normative community, whatever the fuck that means. But I, I, you know, like it took a long time for, for, uh, for homosexuals to become part of the norm. And now that's a very normal thing, almost to the point where, where it's not enough to be homosexual that, you know, with the oppression Olympics, it's not uh, enough to be homosexual. You have to, have your, 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 uh, pronouns and all that stuff, which I'm not, again, I'm not pooping on pronouns. You have your pronouns friends. I, I, I want you to feel comfortable in the skin you're in. But, uh, you know, I feel like once you start bringing people into the fold in all aspects in life and even jokes, that means that, that they're, that that's a, they're a part of the community now that they're, they're a part of, the normal conversation. They're in the conversation instead of being on the fringes because I don't think that anyone deserves to be on the fringes and, and you know, look at the party uh, you look at the party from the outside, everybody should be a part of the party. So in my opinion, I feel like more jokes about transgender community, more jokes about the LGBTQ plus community. And and I'm not saying malicious jokes where they're intentionally there to degrade people. But I'm saying jokes that, uh, you know, that bring people into the fold. That's that's what I'm about. And, and that's what I think that Dave Chappelle is, is doing here. I don't think Dave Chappelle is is uh has malice intent or has hate in his heart towards the transgender community uh if you watch his the the last stand-up special the closer you know it's about his transgender friend who actually took their own life because of the of the hatred they were receiving from their own community um on twitter for defending dave chappelle and uh, they ended up killing themselves. And I'm, I'm sure there was a lot more to it than, you know, just being rejected by your own community. But, the you know, someone to go through such drastic measure, measures as to take one's own life, there's more to it than just a Twitter mob on online. But sometimes it's not, you know. Sometimes it's not. I don't know. It just depends on some people. But I really, you know, I, it's really sad. And, and that special is actually dedicated to his friend who... who Again, took their own life, uh, defending Dave Chappelle, amongst other things. I'm sure they had lots of mental issues involved as well. But yeah, you know, like that, he dedic. I believe he dedicated that whole special to that person. So. That's the thing about uh, if he hated transgender people, why would he make such a big deal in his special about how much this person cared uh, that he uh, cared? He cared about them. Why would he make such a big deal? about it? Uh, I would assume if he hated the transgender community that he would be like, uh, uh, you know, like good riddance, the bad rubbish, you know, like <laughs> I'm guessing he would be like cheering on that this person took their own life and, you know, uh, and, and there was one less, you know. So that's what I'm guessing. But, you know, uh, again, I don't, uh, you know, I'm not defending what he's saying completely because what he did say was kind of cringy. I could see how it could be offensive to people. But, again, you got to look at it, um, I think, from a, a wider spectrum or from a, a a different lens, a, a, a zoomed-out lens, because it's not... Just these one jokes. It's it's part of a complete piece of work, and um, at the end of it, I don't get that he hates or has any hatred for people, and um, yeah. So I don't know. It, be offended if you want, I guess. <laughs> um, Slapgate is Chris Rock's defining moment. Okay, so this is uh, this is unfortunate. Uh, that this person felt this way. But uh, my favorite part of tonight is uh, was when Dave Chappelle ambushed us. Ambushed. Oh, okay. Well, we'll go to the thing then. It's fine. My favorite part of tonight was when Dave Chappelle ambushed us at the John Mulaney show, told a bunch of transphobic jokes, a massive stadium of people laughed, and then John Mulaney hugged him at the end. Anyways, I was such a big John Mulaney fan, and I think I still am, but they also had our phones in the little locked wallet, so we couldn't film it. So I just had to sit there, joke after joke about trans people, and hear 18,000 people laughing along. Okay, so, I'm just, if the room wasn't laughing... I mean, this person right here, who who's trans. I'm 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 only assuming that they're trans. Uh, their name is Testosterone, Testosterone Jew <laughs> Ryland. Um, you know, I'm assuming that they're, which I guess I shouldn't assume. You have no idea what you were talking about. Chappelle's jokes have IRL negative consequences on trans people that result in assault and murder it's not making it normative it's encouraging hate and he had a trans friend has same energy as i'm not a racist i am i have a black friend <laughs> and a boom banana welcome in thank you so much for uh your your first time comment um, well, that's your opinion, I suppose. I, I, I don't see it that way. That's just not how I see it. And I don't think it's encouraging hate. And I think when 18,000 people are laughing along with the jokes, is it malice? Is it is it malice? I mean, you heard it right here. 18,000 people are laughing along. They're jokes. I mean, if, if that's how you feel, that's totally fine. I, 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 don't, I don't, you know, I'm not hating on how you feel. I, I've, I totally respect that. Uh that's just not how I see it. And uh, you know, that's that's you and that's me. I, I, I don't want, you know, I don't think that we should hate each other because of those feelings. I think that uh it's uh it's it's fine to disagree. And uh that's what we're missing in this society right now is that there's no room for disagreement. It's just he's a transphobe, he's a terrible human being. Are you trans? No. No, I'm not. I, uh, I'm I not trans. I'm not trans at all. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, we, I have opinions on it, and I support the trans community. I think that they should, again, feel comfortable in their own skin. But, again, that was my opinion about how, you know, f- pulling people into the fold and having jokes um, makes it normal, I think. So there you go. Anna bomb- Anna bomb banana are you trans uh, this is this was uh, at the Columbus Show and he only came because he lives in an hour away. being trans is so exhausting I can't even have a nice night out without being reminded that most of society wants trans people dead. See I don't think most of society wants trans people dead that I just don't agree with that sentiment. <laughs> Uh, it's been, an, do I look trans? Do I sound trans? Uh, this, Anna, do do I seem trans? I don't know. It, it's okay. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be offended either. Um, then how you see it is irrelevant. Chappelle punches down. That's bullying, not humor. <laughs> see, this is the problem, Anna is that if you're not a part of this community, you have no opinion about it. I I think that's ridiculous. I think we all live in a big community called, well, here in the United States, I would like to think that we're a part of a bigger community and that we can talk about these things in an open uh, discord. But but once you start labeling people, once you start uh, telling people that they are not a part of the conversation, then we're no longer having a conversation. We're having, you know, uh, an echo chamber form. And so I I, uh, I think that uh, even though I'm not trans, and I completely support the trans people, and again, I, I think some of the jokes that Dave Chappelle said were pretty cringey, were pretty cringy, Some of them were, I didn't think were that funny at all. I, I didn't laugh at all. But, I, but again, when you look at uh, some of his work as a bigger piece, there's no malice, there's no hate involved. Um, there's a bigger point to all this. And the problem is that people sort of zero in on these certain jokes. And they're like, this is killing trans people. And I I don't agree with that. No, I'm not trans. A few of my friends are. They told me their experiences and it's awful. Yeah, I have friends that are trans too. And, you know, I know that they go through stuff a lot, but I I don't think... Here's the funny thing. I I have some trans friends who think Dave Chappelle is amazingly funny and they don't get offended at that stuff. So, you know, that's anecdotal. You know, um, <laughs> it goes it goes both ways, I suppose, Anna. Again, I'm I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad, and uh, you know, I, I I support the trans community to the fullest. I hope they get everything that they want. But what you're seeing now, and especially now with Netflix, you see that it sort of changed. Netflix just released this internal memo that got leaked. Where um, you know because the closer, which was Dave Chappelle's last show, uh, last special, it was uh, there was a lot of pushback and rightfully itself. and I I support that I support protest. If you don't like something, then protest it peacefully. Peacefully protest. Uh, but but what happened in the internal memo was is that they. Um, They decided that, you know, if you don't like the content that they're putting out there, that Netflix is not the place for them to work. And uh, you're also seeing that they're seeing a big decline in their in their subscriptions. And and I I feel like I just feel like that's the right move is the sort of like if you're not on board with what they're doing, then you should not be a part of it. And I, I, I agree with that. But I don't think that they, you should be pushed out of the conversation. And uh, and I do see like Netflix should have sort of an internal um, way of people showing complaints. But as a big company like that, they I don't think they have time to um, be – you know, burdened with a, a very small minority of people who are upset with a, like one or two things and think that though that that should just be completely eliminated. That's taking people out of the conversation. I, I think that uh, they should have their voices heard. But again, it's a company and they're there to make money. And so, you know, whatever. Uh, I I just feel like if you don't like what someone's doing, you just don't pay attention to it. You don't don't watch it. You can watch anything else you don't like Dave Chappelle don't watch it so here's the interesting thing about this situation Anna is that um, John Mulaney invited Dave Chappelle to his show so I can see how if you don't like Dave Chappelle and you're trans and you did feel bombarded by Dave Chappelle being there well, then I can see their grievance. I can see why they're upset because they came to see John Mulaney, not Dave Chappelle. They're not a supporter of Dave Chappelle. And so I, I could see how that could be a problem for some people. And and you know what? They could just get up and walk out, you know, get out and walk out and tell people or until Dave Chappelle is done. So, um yeah, I, I love the trans community. I love. I have many friends, you know. Uh, I'm a musician. You think I don't have friends that uh, that are in there? And I'm not trying to do the, like, I have trans friends, so it's okay for me to talk about it. I'm talking about it because I feel like it's okay for me to talk about it because this is America, and I can talk about the thing. Everyone has a right to an opinion here, and I, I, I fully support that. And, yeah, that's just my opinion. And, again, I, 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 love the trans community. I love the LGBT plus community. I have very good friends, very close friends. I have friends, I have family members who are part of that community who I love very much. And if anybody did anything to physically hurt them, they would have some shit to answer for. But you know, again, these are, these are just my opinions. I'm just a doughy guy in Ohio, bro. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this, you know, this, this conversation is great to have because, you know, when you're reading through this and you're reading people's personal feelings about this, um, this person did feel ambushed. They did feel ambushed because, again, they weren't, they weren't expecting Dave Chappelle. And then to have John Mulaney come out and give J- Dave Chappelle a big hug, you know, afterwards, I could see how that could uh, sway someone else's opinion towards another direction. But... Again, I'm just rambling on here at this point. Anna's probably been gone, (laughs) and it was like, I don't want to be a part of this conversation, which is fine, too. That's totally cool with me as well. Uh, Okay, so let's read some other of the people who were upset about this. Uh, Let's see. Ray, spookiest version. Y'all ever hear 12,000 people laugh at a transphobic joke while you're a trans person in the audience who didn't know transphobic comedian would make a surprise appearance at the John Mulaney show? Yeah, it wasn't fun. Fuck you, D.C. Was this in D.C.? I thought this was in Ohio. (laughs) I don't even... Was this person even at the show? They said, fuck you, D.C. This was in, in Columbus. (laughs) zippy zipper zippy's still here thank you zippy (laughs) uh hi mighty buddy (laughs) uh anyways let's see anabombanana where where the um she's been here before Have, have they been here before i i don't remember well let's go look at what their profile says We don't know much about them, but I'm sure Anna Bomb Banana is great. And me too. Me too. I'm I love I love them. <laughs> love Anna Bomb Banana. Bomb Banana. I'm I'm trying to remember what community they were part of um, because they were. I'm pretty sure they've been here before. I'm not here to try to drive anybody out. I, I you know I'm just saying my opinions, and that's that's what I'm here for. Just giving my opinions. My stupid fat boy opinions. Um, this is funny. Fuck you, DC. What were they were they in DC? They it, what I don't know if you're at the right show. I don't know. I, I don't know if this person is, is all of sound mind because they're 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 saying fuck you, DC. Nowhere in Columbus is anything called DC. <laughs> no one calls Columbus DC. Uh, imagine if you were black in America, way worse experience. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that experience is because, because I am not black, nor am I trans. Uh, I purely blame Netflix. They've been funding the shows. They probably booked Dave to show up. I don't know if that's true. Uh, this thread has a way better... Uh, has a better way of wording it than I can. Let's see. Oh, let's see what this says. Dave Chappelle at John Mulaney Ohio thread. I'm gonna shoot this off into a great ethereal sense. I was at the John Mulaney show that night. Yes, Chappelle was there. He made one transphobic joke. The joke was one line after one line of setup, and it was as followed. Ooh, I want to know. I mean, it wasn't a gun. It wasn't a knife, a gun that identifies as a knife. Then he paused, smiled a bit and moved on quickly. (laughs) So I'm guessing he, this is in reference to, um, uh, his attack that was made, uh, that, that someone attacked him a couple weeks ago at the Hollywood bowl. And actually there's an update on that that I want to go over, um, uh, there, there is a. He used a gun that looked like a knife, and uh, it, it flipped out as a knife. So it, it was so stupid. Like uh, I'll show you guys a picture. Oh my god! I can't do. It, it was just the dumbest thing. so like here's it here it is. it's like for for a weapon what a dumb weapon that is a dumb weapon. <laughs> it's a gun it's a knife. I don't know. Uh, so this was the thing that he used um, it, it, this was I mean the problem is this looks like a real ass gun. so if you pulled this on somebody and was like yo give me your money. And, you know, and they were like, wait a second, that's not a gun. He could just easily flip that knife out and be like, well, yeah, guess what? I guess it's not, but here it is. Uh So there is that. That That's the thing. So his joke was in reference. So he said, I mean, it wasn't a gun. It was a, a, a knife, a gun that identifies as a knife. Then he paused, smiled but bit, moved on quickly. The homophobic joke was him saying, maybe you two are gay. I don't know nothing wrong with that if that's the case is that the joke oh my god that's that's not even that's not even funny i mean reading it here i mean maybe in person that would have been funny but I, i mean it's that's not even a joke that's not i don't even know what's going on there uh, it was laughed at as he was talking about two twins and he was heckling them a bit about not being twins. I'd say to call it homophobic was a bit of a stretch. John Mulaney hugged Chappelle. It likely was a formality thing. Doesn't indicate his stance on it or anything. Yeah, and I agree with that. Uh, I, I agree with that sentiment that uh, John Mulaney was just like, hey, this is what we do, but uh, I don't... It's not that he speaks... Here's the thing. John Mulaney's act is very... Uh, it's very much about him. It's a very self-deprecating. He doesn't really talk about politics or, or cultural politics. He sticks to mostly about him, which I think is very safe for comedians. And punching down. <laughs> Punches down. He gives a shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. So, it, it's... uh, Let's see. Uh, it's entirely possible that it was something where Mulaney had no idea what was going on, going to say, and even that he had final say on yes or no, this tour was funded by Netflix. Mulaney looked extremely uneasy afterwards. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Over uh, Overall, to think logically about this, I think the idea that John Mulaney would willingly place Dave Chappelle in front of an audience he might hurt because John Mulaney hates the LGBT community is a stretch. He might have just made a mistake. There's too many variables. Yeah, I, I again, I don't believe any of these, neither of these comedians have any ill will towards the LGBTQ plus community. I, I believe that they probably have nothing but love for that community. Uh, so I, I I wouldn't imagine that they were sitting there, um, you know, yes, oh, yeah, I'm going to invite Dave Chappelle, and he's going to say some terrible things that's going to totally turn this fucking community against me because that's what I want. I don't want their patronage anyways. Fuck those guys. And Dave Chappelle, oh, yeah, baby, I'm about to go in there and just insult the whole community of people because that's what I do, bitch. You know, <laughs> which is what he does. But, again, I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's, I don't think he hates anybody. And I don't think that, uh, yeah, I don't think that he hates anybody. He does shit on different cultures. He shits on, the, he sh- I've heard him shit on the Mexicans. Yeah, I'm not sitting here like, God damn it. <laughs> I've heard I've him heard shit on everybody. Every community. Asians. Fucking everybody. But but for some reason, there is a certain amount of... There's a certain group of people that you can't touch. And that, to me, doesn't make sense. I mean, that means that you're actually... You're actually reinforcing that... That... Um, that... That curiosity i suppose that because i think a lot of people are just curious like what is happening over there what what is even happening in that i feel like you're reinforcing a certain mentality if you think that this these people are you can't touch them that you can't you can't they're marginalized you cannot touch them they're untouchable you can't say nothing about it you can't say nothing I, i i think that you're reinforcing that that uh mystery and that uh because really what what is hate it, it's it's the fear of the unknown and that fear turns into uh, you know into hatred and so i feel like the more that you talk about it and the more that they talk and the more that they're out there it, it's just like everything else it's the more that it's out in front of everybody i mean even when you talk about like the blm movement and how you know the the how cops were have been murdering black people for years before cell phones and now that we have cell phones now that the news actually looks at it I mean maybe we should re-look at how our fucking uh our media presents situations uh they they don't pay attention to anything unless it's selling uh newspapers clicks whatever it is it's, it views and so you know I, I I definitely think that we need to re-examine how our media filters how we get information and and uh you know the more that it's out in the open the more that people talk about it the more that people are able to see what's going on i i I believe that that's uh the better it's better i mean people i mean gay people used to have to be so secretive about what they used to do i mean imagine how horrible that was And now everyone has this opportunity to be out in the open. And yes, there's assholes out there. And yes, there's dangerous people out there. But I don't think that's the majority of people. And I think that's the problem. I think that's what the media wants to sell us is that they want to sell us that there's this huge cabal of people who are just like, I hate you and I'm going to kill you when really it's a fringe minority of people out there who are, like, you know, that crazy and that dangerous. Yes, people are going to be weirded out, but again, if that's why I think it is important for this stuff to be sort of out in the open and for people to see it and for people to make jokes about it and for people to, to, to have this uh, out more in the open and, and the media to be talking about it more. But I, I don't like how it's become this uh, divisive tool to protect people places of power that's what i don't like and that's how i that's how things are sort of carving out right now so uh, I, I like this guy's outlook on it i think that uh, and, and if this and then of course this is twitter this is twitter so if this was the line if these were the lines that he said i think that's ridiculous i don't you know there's no there's nothing who, there's nothing there's nothing there. There's nothing fucking there. It's 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 just something for people to get mad about on Twitter and on Twitch <laughs> for people to come and be mad on Twitch and such. Um yeah. So, there you go. Uh I don't think it's encouraging hate. That's uh that's pretty it's pretty bold. Uh okay, so tell me why I Okay, let's just let's just move on past Twitter. Twitter is such a fucking such a shit show. Um, jokes about trans about bleh, jokes about the transgender community have been recent cornerstone of Chappelle's stand up. I don't know if it's the cornerstone. Uh, did you see that he made fun of the baby? He made fun of a lot of the baby on that last one. The comedian first drew controversy for anti trans jokes in Netflix specials such as 2019 Sticks and Stones and 2021 special The Closer. The Closer. Hey, Chris Thompson, music. What's up, buddy? Good to see you. Good to see it. I'm going to... Let's get a... We'll get a shot. Actually, you know, we got to get some shout-outs going around for everybody here. Shout-out to Chris. Thanks for being here, friend. Oh, you reached 400. Congratulations, my friend. Congratulations. Good to hear. And Zippy Zipper, who is a fantastic artist. Everybody should go follow Zippy. Go get yourself some Zippy Zipper in your life. Go ahead now. Go ahead. Get on uh fantastic artist and um yeah both of these people great artists go support now i'm not (laughs) anyway there you go just let thank you chris i appreciate the update i appreciate that update my friend uh yeah good good news good news on the horizon there my friend Uh, i know these numbers are hard to attain for sure they are are hard to attain um jokes uh let me see here um uh, the Closer in particular faced blowback from groups such as GLAD and the National Black Justice Coalition for derogatory jokes. Chappelle made about trans women as well as extended bits where he defended previous anti-trans statements from rapper Baby and Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling earlier this month after being tackled while performing at a Netflix is a joke event. Chappelle drew further controversy then when he had joked that the assailant was a trans man. <laughs> so it's just, you know... Lots of lots of people getting pissed off at Chappelle. Chappelle's controversy and derogatory statements stand in contrast to Mullaney's largely uncontroversial material, and his stand up. tends to stay away from political and social issues, focusing his attention on self-deprecation, humor, and anecdotes about his personal life and struggles with alcoholics, alcohol, alcohol addiction. After Mulaney began trending on Twitter the next day as a result of surprise, Chappelle said, comedians started to react to him to in turn. Uh, I pledged Tim Heidecker, who I, I I really like Tim and Eric that that was just such a great show. I pledged no anti-trans weirdo sp- surprise guest on my summer tour. Well that was just a way for him to get more clicks and stuff I, that's kind of shitty that was kind of sad right there. Uh, Dave Chappelle won't be dropping in on any of my shows if that was stopping you from buying tickets <laughs> No people weren't buying tickets because they don't want it, they don't care kyle canane which kyle canane is a very funny comedian as well um i i, I and, and i don't blame these comedians for jumping on that dave Chappelle is a huge comedian and just any kind of you know uh attention c- is, could potentially turn into ticket sales so you can't blame them for jumping on the train i just i it, as a musician from the outside and I'm just glad that I'm not part of this community because the comics are taking such a dick right now. That <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm just in the music community here. But from what I understand, you know, you're supposed to defend co- comics. You're supposed to defend your fellow comics. But apparently that doesn't count here. So, hey, whatever. To each they own. To each they own. Okay, so um, that that's the Dave Chappelle thing. Um, so here's a, here's a little update on the asshole who attacked him. Dave Chappelle attacker charged with attempted murder for allegedly stabbing roommate last year. <laughs> Why is this guy even out? Why is this guy out on the streets? Uh, the crazed man accused of attacking da- comedian Dave Chappelle on stage during a... Uh, Los Angeles show earlier this month has been charged with attempted murder for allegedly stabbing his roommate in December. For fuck's sake. Why is this man, why was this dude even allowed to be out in the streets (laughs) to try to attempt to kill or do whatever the fuck he was trying to do to Dave Chappelle? Isaiah, Isaiah Lee was busted Thursday in connection to a fight with his roommate at a transitional housing facility on December 2nd the Los Angeles County District Attorneys of Office announced Lee pleaded not guilty to one, attempt, one count of attempted murder over this violent quarrel, uh, prosecutors said. The DA's office said the victim identified Lee as his attacker after the suspect gained significant media attention uh, following the onstage confrontation with Chappelle at the Hollywood Bowl earlier this month. The publicity generated by the attack on Mr. Chappelle helped A police solved this crime. District Attorney George Gascon said in a statement, the incident that occurred at the Hollywood Bowl was a misdemeanor conduct and rightfully referred to the city attorney's office. Uh, Based on the nature of the severity of the attack, Mr. Lee is now facing felony charges, which which my office will uh, will prosecute. So they didn't want to give him felony charges back when he was attacking Dave Chappelle with a weapon. Um, but not only do they do, so now, uh, on May 3rd, we allegedly charged and tackled, oh, this dude got wrecked. Oh yeah, that dude got so fucked up. That shit was hilarious. That's what happens, though. That's what you get for, for jumping on stage and trying to murder Dave Chappelle. Um, on May 3rd, Lee allegedly charged and tackled Chappelle on stage of the iconic amphitheater as the 48-year-old comic performed his set as Netflix's Joke Festival. Lee was allegedly armed with a fake gun that, uh, that had a real knife inside at the time. Um shocking video footage of the incident Lee allegedly slammed it okay we all we, we went over this we, really which yeah there he is. <laughs> Here he is he got so demolished I want to know what happened at the transitional housing because apparently he he um I, I guess he was he stays at transitional housing that um that um, specializes in in like LGBTQ communities. So, I'm not sure if that's what he. Not sure what he identify as is, but as is, but um, I, I want to know more about the incident itself. But his charges were yeah, we know that Lee appeared in Los Angeles courtroom last week, rejected his public defender bid to release on his own recogn- recognizance, and left his bail. Unchanged at $30,000, Lee was also arrested for assault with a deadly weapon in 2018 and for felony larceny in New York uh, 2015. According to Fernandez, who mentioned a song Lee produced was named after Chappelle. Chappelle claimed he spoke to Lee backstage before he was hauled off by cops. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the comic told the crowd at a surprise show that Lee had ranted about his grandmother being forced out of her Brooklyn home due to gentrification. So this person is just definitely a fucking crazy person, which he needs more help than just transitional housing. Dude needs real help. And I don't know if locking him up or, or doing whatever they plan on doing to him is going to help, but I, I dude needs more help than just, you know, don't do that. You know, or go to prison. You know, Lee believed the attack would bring more attention to his grandmother's situation, said Chappelle, who added he thought Lee appeared to be mentally ill. His attorney said Lee, who appeared in court uh, in a padded suited gown, was receiving mental health services. Oh, well, that's nice. Uh, the, 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 what do they call it? a day late and a dollar short? Uh, His pre-trial date for the Chappelle's is set for Friday. He's scheduled to make his next court appearance, according to the attempted murder on, Jesus Christ, June 2nd. Okay, so there you go. There's just an update on the guy, on this guy, who looks like he's a good-looking young man. Good-looking young man. There you go. In any case, uh, moving on. Doja Cat has pulled out... Okay, so we'll, here, this is my edit point, everybody. Doja Cat pulls out of the weekend stadium tour festival concerts. Um, this is off of Variety. Doja Cat has pulled out of her opening slot on the weekend summer stadium tour and all forthcoming festival dates due to tonsil surgery. Okay, so tonsil surgery. There you go. The singer announced on Friday, Hey, guys, she wrote under her po- in a post on her Instagram story, I wanted you to hear from the artist. Unfortunately, I have to have surgery on my tonsils asap the surgery routine the surgery is routine, but the recovery is going to take a while due to the swelling. This means I have to cancel my festival run this summer as well as the weekend tour. I feel horrible b- about this, but can't wait for this to heal and get back to making music and create an experience for y'all. So apparently she is throwing her all idea of just quitting music out the window and she just has a tonsil thing. So in addition to the weekends tour, which runs from July until September, Doja was scheduled to perform tomorrow. Uh, at the Hangout Festival in Alabama and at UK's Gatinsbury Festival next month, she has hinted that the bad news might be coming from uh, when posting about her tonsil ailment earlier this week. Doctor just had to cut out cut into my left tonsil. She wrote on Twitter, "I had an abscess in it. My whole throat is fucked. So I might I might have some bad news for y'all coming soon." She continued, I was taking fucking antibiotics, but forgot that I was taking them, and then I drank wine and was vaping all day, and then I started getting a nasty-ass growth on my tonsils, so they had to do surgery on today. Jesus Christ. Come on, G. Uh, and then followed with a flurry of tweets about how difficult it was to quit vaping. Her Twitter handle is now uh, thro- Throat Tussie, or uh, <laughs> Throat <laughs> Uh, while this past news, while this news wasn't unexpected, it was not a total shock. Doja has been on uh, a year's long run of near const, uh, constant work, including run of near constant cost, cost, constant work, okay, including multiple appearances on award shows, a high build appearance at the Coachella Festival last month and a release of her third album. Uh, Planet her last summer, she has showed signs of strain in recent months, including announcing that she was quitting music earlier this year and some grumpy public statements. And although it's forced the cancellation of months of work, the tonsil situation may actually give her a welcome breather. However, her strong performances at Coachella showed that she is more than capable of filling big stages as a headliner, and her long run of platinum singles including five uh from planet her alone should give her a decent cushion until she's ready to hit the road again so there you go how convenient to have surgery just before your two-week notice <laughs> <laughs> yo there you go though that i think variety might be on something there where it's like maybe this is what she needs maybe she just needs a couple of couple of fucking months just to get her shit together obviously she's still a young lady She's still under a lot of pressure. She's fucking working her ass off all the time. She's vaping and fucking drinking all the time. She has shit to do, bruh. Sometimes life just works out that way. I agree. I agree. There's been times in my life where it's like I'm going and going and going, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I got sick and now I have to stop because that's how it works. You just work yourself into these, um, <clears throat> these, uh, these. Uh, your your body. Your body. You work yourself. Your stress works your your body into overtime and it just you shut down you shut down no matter how hard you want to push through it your body's just going to be like fuck you i've been feeling that a lot lately personally i've been feeling like i I just can't get shit done like i'm hitting a wall with with work and stuff but last night i was able to start that uh, finish the vocals for that song that i'm working on so that sort of geared me up to keep working uh, I've been trying to work on this song for Reina and I just fucking, I hate it. I don't like it. I, I'm not feeling it. I'm just not, I'm trying it from different angles and I'm just not liking it. So I, I quit on her. I told her I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, sometimes like yeah. Uh, yeah, I am all the way getting her rest. Yeah. Get her rest, girl. Yeah, I got a new song coming out. Uh, I got the vocals done. It's a silly song. It's not going to be a serious song. <laughs> It's a silly song And I have uh, my friend playing guitar over it uh, It's going to be in the vein of the rest of the WSEG stuff Like that uh, synth wavy 80s stuff So, But it's going to be very silly Kind of on the line of like uh, Hot Boy Summer or something like that So yeah, uh, that'll be coming out here in the next month or so However I get it done Something like Pants Optional Kind of yes Yes, kind of With a little bit more grabbiness to it I sing that song. I'm glad you like it, Morby. Pants, optional pants. My son sings it to me as well cuz he love he likes taking off like as soon as he gets home, he just all of his clothes come off except for his undies. Sometimes his underwear comes off as well. But he's just like, bye. <laughs> and and uh he sings that song to me sometimes. He'll be like, pants, optional pants, optional pants, optional pants.
5: Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah so um uh, good good for uh, it sucks that she got that uh tonsil shit but maybe she just needs a break maybe she just needs that, huh, that break break Rihanna gives birth, welcomes first baby with boyfriend ASAP Rocky. The Fenty Beauty founder gave birth to her first child, a baby boy with rapper boyfriend ASAP Rocky, Page Six can confirm. The newborn was born May 13th in Los Angeles, according to TMZ. According to TMZ? Okay. Uh, Page Six broke the news of Rihanna's pregnancy in late January after photos emerged of the singer 34 proudly displaying her... (laughs) baby bump as she went for a stroll with rocky 33 in harlem a month before the big reveal rihanna had sparked pregnancy rumors during while dining and they're making a huge story about nothing let's just get some more details about this shit uh the diamond singer seemingly attempted to hide her pregnancy with oversized jackets and baggy clothes but began to proudly flaunt her baby bump yeah she and she was a be- she she was a beautiful pregnant lady Uh, A pregnant woman. I said it. I said it. She's not a pregnant person or a person that can have babies. I said she was a pregnant woman. Am I perpetrating hate right now? I hope not. A person of pregnancy. I don't... (laughs) okay we're gonna stop (laughs) she later admitted to vogue that she refused to wear maternity clothes saying in april i'm sorry it's too much fun getting dressed up i'm not going to let that part disappear because my body is changing and she didn't she did such a she did it so gracefully as well uh she later uh uh, the everyday rapper whose name whose real name is rakeem mares opened up about one day becoming a dad okay no one cares about the one day we now meanwhile Rih- rihanna predicted predicted that she would have a psych- that she would be a psycho mom she probably will be a psycho mom um i feel like that's the type of mom i'm going to be psycho about it she joked to l uh rihanna and the rapper have been dating since early 2020 and went public with their romance in november of that same year look at how beautiful she is that is such, that is so nice she's just killing it a Twitter user claimed in April uh, that Rocky had cheated on Rihanna with a... Why am I bringing this up? They just need more... They just need more... Okay, so you get paid per the the words in this line of business. So you just have to... Instead of... I mean, because like really, it's like Rihanna had her baby on May 13th. It's a boy. That's... That's not going to garner clicks. That's not going to do anything. Uh, But, but, you know, (laughs) so they have to, like, go in and tell us all this garbage that we already know and that we don't care about. We just want to know the details, and we don't. There's no details other than it's a boy, and it was born on May 13th. Okay. Well, we're going (sighs) to. Oh, and then here we go. Now we're getting sold. I still don't have ad blockers, everybody. Get out of here. So, there has been controversy. Let's, let's here. Uh, There's controversy. This is gallbladder. This is me talking about me. So, there's controversy because Chris Brown, he dared to uh, to congratulate them. Chris Brown seemingly congratulated his ex, Rihanna, on the birth of her baby with ASAP Rocky, and fans aren't happy! On Thursday, it was reported that Rihanna and ASAP Rocky had welcomed their first child together. Uh, according to TMZ, which broke the news, Rihanna welcomed the baby boy uh, in L.A. May 13th, roughly four months after she... <sighs> Uh, ASAP announced that they were expecting the surprise with a surprise photo shoot. Uh, Fans of the pair quickly congratulated the new parents on social media, both Rihanna and ASAP Rocky's name trending on Twitter. Yay. That's them trying, but among the floods of celebrity words circling the internet, one message in particular took, shit took people by surprise coming from Rihanna's ex-boyfriend, Chris Brown, boom,
5: boom, boom.
1: Chris, who dated Rihanna in the late 00s or in the late 2000s and infamously pleaded guilty to physically assaulting her in 2009, wrote on his Instagram story congratulations alongside a few emojis including the praying hands, red heart, and a pregnant person. So here is his thing that uh, sparked... All this controversy. While Chris didn't specifically mention Rihanna and ASAP, it was quickly presumed among fans that he was congratulating the pair, which sparked a negative response in light of his violent history with the Mogul. The public, uh, the public physical assault took place after Chris and Rihanna got into a verbal dispute after leaving Chris Davies' a- uh, annual pre-Grammy party in February 2009, according to police filings, which he really did hurt her. Oh, God, I'm sorry, guys. He really did beat the shit out of her. It, it, is not, it was awful. It was really bad. Chris reportedly shoved Rihanna's head against the window of his car and he unsuccessfully attempted to force her out of the vehicle before punching her multiple times and eventually placing her in a headlock. Jesus Christ. The fuck? Leaving her with several cuts and bruises on her face and body as well as numerous contusions. Chris pleaded guilty to felony assault and accepted a plea deal of 180 days community service, five years of formal probation and domestic violence counseling. Three years later, the, in 2012, Chris and Rihanna briefly reunited. I decided it was more important for me to be happy, even if it's a mistake. It's, a mis- it's my mistake, she told Rolling Stone at the time. A few months later, however, they broke up for good uh, with Rihanna eventually admitting that she felt overly protected of him. Um, I don't know. That might mean that she she probably. I mean, I'm guessing that she probably she probably loves passionately. She's Caribbean. She has that passion, man. <laughs> uh, I, I I I'm guessing that uh, that relationship was probably pretty pretty intense, pretty intense. More recently, there have been several instances where Chris has appeared to express interest in Rihanna by commenting suggestive emojis on her Instagram photos, which has sparked backlash on uh, online time and time again. He also wished her a happy birthday with a dedicatory Instagram post in 2018 and even tweeted about his apparent hope to go on tour with her, Beyonce and Bruno Mars. (laughs) Just thinking a crazy world tour would be... Beyonce, Rihanna, Bruno Mars, Chris Brown, two for two. If y'all decide to do it without me, give me 10%. <laughs> People didn't like that, I'm sure. Uh, this in. Infuriated several internet users. Internet users. Uh, who cares? Who cares? Uh, this infuriated several internet users who felt that Chris had no place expressing any interest in Rihanna, friendship or otherwise. In 2020, however, the Fenty Beauty uh, founder spoke out at length about how she worked to move on from the past, revealing that she and Chris had built a trust again, and they were very, very close friends. So, you know, they, they worked it out. They worked it out. We've been working uh, on our friendship again. And now we're very, very close friends, she told Oprah Winfrey during a guest appearance on the Super Soul podcast. We've built a trust again. And that's it. We love each other. And we probably always will. And that's not anything that we're trying to change. Uh, he's in a relationship of his own. She added when she asked if they were seeing each other again, I'm single, but we have maintained very close friendship ever since the restraining order has been dropped. We've worked on a, on it little by little, but despite Rihanna making peace with the past, many of her fans have remained hostile towards Chris over the years and in list in, in light of his past treatment of her which she acknowledged in her interview with Oprah. Uh-oh. It happened to me, Rihanna said, uh, of the assault. I can't tell people how to feel about it. They're entitled to feel angry because it wasn't a good thing, but I have forgiven him, and that's my personal thing. Well, as Rihanna would perhaps anticipate, several fans now expressed their anger towards Chris after his apparent congratulatory message was posted on Instagram, which quickly picked up so much steam that he trended across Twitter. Oh, no. No. Chris Brown can keep his congratulations for Rihanna's birth to his damn self. She just gave birth, you asshole. (laughs) Is that me? I think I smell bad. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, man, I think I smell like turkey burgers, y'all. Uh, Chris Brown can keep his congratulations for Rihanna's birth to his damn self. She just gave birth, you asshole. The last thing she wants is a message from her old domestic abuser who beat her up eight years ago. Rihanna wants no reminder he exists. Chris Brown has some nerve, one user wrote. I I think this is the best part. This is the best is that people are just mad at Chris Brown for sending congratulations. Don't laugh at me, Zippy Zipper. You can't smell it. I was just like, Who's cooking? And I was just like, Oh, me, I'm cooking <laughs> after i'm home i'm alone I'm home alone right now Raina and and Saucy are out spending money at the mall right now, so i'm just I'm just sitting here. just like, you know what? this is how I'm spending my afternoon helmet um after what he's done to her in the past, I don't know if she's okay with receiving congratulations from him. Another tweeted. I, I I think that she's okay to receive congratulations from him. I think they've worked it out. Has everyone truly forgotten that Chris Brown uh, beat the absolute shit out of Rihanna? No, we haven't. Every time I see his name trending, I feel like I lived in a parallel universe where he almost beat her to death, and in this universe, that just didn't happen. What the fuck? Someone else echoed. that. That's such a... What? <laughs> What? You fucking psycho. Others felt that the message from Chris was nice gesture, given uh, that Rihanna has been vocal about their very, very close friendship. Look, if Rihanna can forgive him, we can too, okay? Y'all have to remember, Chris and Rihanna don't hate each other, one person wrote. Rihanna and Chris said that they've moved on from their past and friends. Yeah, some people just don't want to move on. Some people want to live in controversy. Some people want to live in that terrible moment forever. And I don't understand that. I don't understand that. If you're going to move on, let's move on. Did he learn his lessons? I don't know. Has he been... Has Chris Brown... Hold on. Has Chris Brown been accused of assault... Yo, I can smell myself. This is not if Rihanna and Chris were already okay with things, I think it's not anyone's business at this point. I agree. Oh my god, here we go. He has a whole timeline of violence towards women. Jesus. Someone put, <laughs> here we go. He violently assaulted Rihanna. Ugh, I don't even want to look at those pictures. He stole a woman's phone after she took a picture of him. <gasps> Assault! He shoved a woman to the ground at a nightclub, leaving torn uh, ligaments in her. Jesus. Now, that's quite a show. He's a tall dude, too. Look at him. He's a fucking beast. I mean, he's pretty big dude. Lanky dude to be doing backflips and shit and then be pushing women. He had third degree. uh, He had third degree assault report filed after a woman was forcibly ejected from his bus after she refused to give up her mobile phone. (laughs) Oh, shit he's like get off my bus (laughs) damn that's fucked up brown avoided charges after a woman accused him of punching her in the face and taking her phone in a lawsuit see the so part of it i also see and i'm not trying to victim blame here at all um i i think that some some women are probably trying to catch him up in some shit with their phones and like look what chris brown did or they're trying to record some and chris brown seems like he wants that shit private you know i i i can understand that if you're if you're a star you don't want people filming you and shit especially if you just swack if you just got done banging some chick and she's over here just like i'm with chris brown look at me go look at me go um and some ladies are also crazy and obviously chris brown is crazy as fuck too So, you know, people need to take that into consideration that there are crazy people out there. There are good-looking crazy people out there who will have sex with you and then try to get you caught up. They do exist. Amber Heard. (coughs) Amber Heard. (laughs) Um, His female tour manager claimed he threatened her uh, with a brutal physical attack. Jesus. Jesus. He was detained by the LAPD following... Hey, wait, where are they? Hey, uh, (laughs) they're right here, moving Dutchman. Good to see you, my friend. How you doing, buddy? How you doing? I hope you're doing good. I hope your weekend's going good. I hope you're over there playing your pirate game or whatever the fuck you're playing. I I don't know what that fucking game was. (laughs) I'd be seriously pissed off too if someone's trying to record me while I'm doing something I want private. Yes, exactly, Zippy. Exactly. Uh, it'd be like, yo, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh let's see. He detained, he w- was detained by LAPD for a standoff at his home. A woman had accused the singer of threatening threatening her with a gun after showing up at to his home. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so. If some random lady shows up to your house with a gun, or, I mean, if some random lady shows up to your house, was she random? I don't know. Are we shouting out Moving Dutchman? We can shout out Moving Dutchman. Let's go. The champ. Let's shout out the champ. Let's go. Everybody go give Moving Dutchman a a follow. He likes to play Lord of the Rings and some weird pirate game. And he's also a chess master, chess master, not to be mistaken with a chess master, <laughs> maybe he's that too, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what movie does, I don't know, he might be a chess master, <laughs> I feel like if you're going to make those kind of jokes your tongue has to come out a certain length like Aah! you know as, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> to demonstrate how truly disgr- disgusting and deprived of a person you are you got Oh <laughs> uh, you calm down. You calm down, moving Dutchman. Don't be telling people what to do. This is a, this is a this is a free space where they can do whatever they want. Don't be telling people what to do with your spelling of your humor. You missed it, Moving Dutchman. We had somebody who was mad at me for for defending Dave Chappelle. You missed it. Where were you? Where were you, Moving Dutchman? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. Let's read more about these horrible, violent things that this dude has done. I kind of want to read more about what this was about. Chris Brown arrested for suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon. Update. Chris Brown has been arrested for suspicion with the assault of a deadly weapon, according to CBS Los Angeles. Uh, Los Angeles police are trying to obtain a search warrant for Chris Brown's home to look for a gun. The musician reportedly pulled on a woman Thursday morning. Uh, officers responded to a call to help, Chris Brown, uh, to help Brown's home in Tarzana neighborhood around 3 a.m. The woman accused Brown of pointing a gun at her in a rage before she ran outside to phone the police. Officers attempted to enter the home, but were told to get a search warrant. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Maybe it was, <laughs> it was you, movie Dutchman. Are you, are you uh, Anna Bambana? I am Anna Bambana Banana. Amber, banana, can't say that right. Officers respond, uh, per TMZ, hold on. We're going to get to the bottom of this one. Oh, that's not how it's done. There we go. Oh, there, there. That's better. <laughs> that's better. <laughs> per TMZ, the incident allegedly occurred after a man, uh, after a man and two uninvited guests. I was streaming. sorry, like, valid alibi. <laughs> no worries. Moving Dutchman. Uh, how'd it go? You you were playing Lord of the Rings. I see. Did did you, did you win the rings? I don't, I don't know. Did you win some rings? I, I don't know how that works. <laughs> Uh, Let's see. Officers responded to a call for help at Brown's home in Tarzana neighborhood around 3 a.m. The woman accused Brown of pointing a gun. Okay, we got that. Per TMZ, the incident allegedly uh, occurred after a man and two uninvited guests showed up at Brown's house and were asked to leave. One of the women who was not invited phoned the police and filed a report while someone inside the house insisted that Brown was asleep the whole time. Uh, as of nine a.m., both Brown's lawyer, Mark Grugos, and the LAPD's tactical warrant support were en route to the singer's house because of the high-profile nature of the case. It was handed over to the LAPD's robbery ha- homicide. Oh my God! On my way to Mordor. Yes, nice. Go get that shit, son uh so while brown uh, so it sounds like he, there was some uninvited guests up in this shit and he pulled a gun out on people that's how i would be too i'd be like bitch i don't know you get the fuck out of my house not that i have a gun and not that i have people over in my house no one no one knows where i live my mother barely knows where i live Yeah, why was it given to the homicide department, right? Like this, and this was back in two thousand eighteen, y'all. So this isn't anything new. So don't, don't, don't get mad. Um, while Brown has yet to leave his home, he has posted several videos on Instagram addressing the situation. In the first, Brown dismissed the accusations and claims he was asleep and woke up this house surrounded by police at the same time he added when i call the police for a stalker people that are in danger my life they don't come until the next day then someone somebody make a uh, make a fucked up allegation about me and oh yeah the whole fucking swat team yeah in the second clip said i ain't did shit i ain't gonna do shit and it's always gonna be fuck the police black lives matter <laughs> <laughs> well let me do that right. I did shit. I ain't gonna do shit and it's always gonna be fuck the police. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> Yo, so I mean it could just be crazy people trying to get in there. So that's 2018 uh Chris Brown and two accomplices were taken into custody in Paris after a woman filed a report of average of rape. that's no good that's no good so I don't know what that is he came out and said that female uh, lead band churches were the type of people I wish walked in front of a speeding bus is that an assault on women I don't think that's an assault on women he has hit with a twenty. He was hit with a twenty million dollar lawsuit accusing him of drugging and rapping a woman uh, uh, a, on a yacht in Florida. Has reportedly obtained a copy of the lawsuit and allegedly claimed sexual. assault oh, ah. <laughs> well, there you go. There's Chris Brown. Uh, but apparently, Chris Brown and Rihanna are cool. So, hey, whatever. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's news update. Uh, Next week, we got mostly, mostly guests. So, yes, both days will be guests, just like the old days. I realize it's not hasn't been that long since we've been doing music news, but I've been really enjoying it. I hope you guys do too, but we will have two guests next week. Uh, somehow, some way, we ended up making it happen, folks. So go and enjoy that uh, once it comes up. All right, guys, that's about it out of me. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate y'all, and have a wonderful rest of your week. We'll see you next week with who's on oh it'll be orchestra he's an indonesian san francisco based bad ass keyboardist so good he's a twitch streamer very excited to talk to him and then we're gonna have uh the night Nightheart. the nighthearts coming back so
5: that's what you
1: fuck these yawns fuck them fuck these yawns all right guys <laughs> be good to your fellow human beings hjs for everybody we'll see you soon